Charles Caboose, the CEO of Inc. Entertainment, one of, uh, he is by far one of Canada's biggest and most successful nightclub and hotel owners. And, you know, Charles, last we spoke, you know, you were quite um, heartbroken over what was happening, not just to your industry, but mostly to those who had lost jobs or were, you know, thought of losing jobs. But you did still have hope. Now we're in uh, a waiting period as we wait for phase two to open. H how are things now? Well, things haven't changed for us at all whatsoever. Not even We have not moved 1%. And we were all looking forward to opening this weekend. Uh, and then the bad news came down that we're not, which really makes absolute no sense whatsoever. That in some areas, one side of the street is open and the other is not, depending on what part of town you are. It makes no sense. There's thousands of people all over the parks, all over the streets, everywhere. We run the most controlled environment and business worldwide. We are controlled by the liquor board, by the health department, by uh, the city inspections. We have well-trained people to offer a very well-restricted and, you know, uh, plan for seating and, and, and cooking and serving people. Yet we have been left behind, and it really, it was very disappointing. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate everything everybody has done so far in the city to keep us all healthy, and but really, this was very disappointing and out of nowhere. Like we, they've been saying for two weeks, get ready, get ready. I was told we're opening this weekend off the record. We brought staff back. We started ordering food. We started prepping. We spend money on all the you know ppe on plants for the patios i mean it's insane the amount of money we went out on a limb for and now uh, we've been let down and really it makes no sense i don't care what anybody says i'm at a point where it makes no sense why don't you walk through yorkville see how many people are sitting close to one another or in the parks anywhere and then yet we in a very controlled environment we're being told that we can't open you know, when when you hear when, when you actually like look at the numbers of the COVID cases region by region, and you see how many cases are in Toronto, um, you know, eighty five cases of COVID are in Toronto. You know, we're a population of two point nine million. We've seen protests through the streets here. We've seen them in across North America. And when you hear you know politicians say we just need to be a bit more patient, and you hear other people say you know what's a few more days. I would have to think for not just small business, but yourself as a businessman, a few more days for a lot of people is a difference between bankruptcy and survival. Well, we were in the process of bringing back roughly 650 people for this weekend. So that's mm -hmm. a 650 jobs lost this weekend. Uh, and for no reason, honestly, for no reason, you walk around, everybody's out socializing everywhere where, you know, we now have lost the opportunity uh, to have an amazing weekend. And in Toronto, the summer, A, is very short. And B, a lot of weekends are not great weekends. This is an amazing weekend. What a disappointment it is. What a disappointment from my end towards the politicians in the city for not having the strength to really pull it together. I am friendly and I'm friends with a lot of people that work at City Hall and in the government. And I, again, I'm very thankful for everything they've done. But at some point, you have to say, okay, it's time to go. And it really, it was time to go a couple of weeks ago. And we've been hanging in. Mm -hmm. uh, so many people are mentally 
devastated financially. Uh, I know of three restaurants that yesterday after the announcement shut down. One of them had been around 30 years, family operated on college, 30 years uh, in business. And yesterday after that announcement, the father said, that's it, we're done. We're not doing it anymore. It's really devastating. And, you know, the problem is also hardly anybody... You know, hardly any politicians has ever ran their own business. They're not aware uh, of really what it takes. They think they do. But come and work with us for a week and see really. I don't know what they do at City Hall. They don't know what I do in my business. But I wish they had asked us for an opinion. I wish they had put us around uh, a table and, and asked for opinion and, and so on. But who's going to support us? We have no support from the government whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, you just look around your neighborhood and your community, and we're starting to see certainly up at the Young and St. Clair area, there are a lot of uh, papered windows or signs in windows saying, you know, we won't survive if you don't support us with takeout orders. I mean, you know, restaurants that have been around for 20, 30 years. I mean, these are the, the places that make a community unique. You, you're in a different category because you own such large properties. You're one of the big wigs in this business. How has this um, affected your bottom line per se? I mean, I know you've lost business as far as dollar wise, but are you going to be losing any of your places, shutting down? I mean, moving forward, how uh, how hard will it be to rebuild? Well, we've had to reach into uh, our own pockets and money that was put aside for growth, <clears throat> money that was put aside for enhancement has all been used up. And honestly, uh, in the next couple of weeks, we'll have to make some hard decisions and the biggest problem for me is we have no date. We have no mm -hmm. deadline. All we have is we'll let you know. And, you know, at least a place like Montreal, they were told two weeks ago, on the 22nd, you're open. And, you know, when you know your target, when you know where you're going, your timeline, you work around it, you work accordingly. Here, it's a, it's every day. It's like, don't worry, it's coming. We, we you know, we'll let you know. And, then they come on the news on Monday or Tuesday about you can open Thursday or Friday. Well, do you know what it takes to open 20 locations with big menus? We have no food in the fridges. Everything, yeah. it's been three, three and a half months we're closed. So there is ordering. And also the supply uh, chain is weakened. There's a few people that have gone out of business. There's few people that do not have what we need anymore because it's not in stock or it be, it has become too expensive to carry like things that are being brought from outside Toronto, yeah. you know, other provinces, you know, travel, bringing merchandise by air or, 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 you know, by cargo is just not feasible anymore. So we are now in the process of changing menus, changing prices, mm -hmm. retraining staff, there's so much involved, and unfortunately, they do not know what it takes. They have not asked what it takes. They have not asked how long will it take you to get back into They're just shooting from the hip, and I understand the medical side of it, but give us a target. You know, yeah. we, used to, we were at four, 500. We're down to less than 200. What is the target? What is right. the plan? There's no plan. Every day, it's like, we'll see what tomorrow brings.
Yeah, and the Prime Minister now extending the CERB uh, program another eight weeks. But what we are not hearing from the federal government is a plan for recovery or a plan to move forward. And uh, you're right, businesses can't run on unknowns. And I fear that a second wave could get us shut down for even longer. Uh, even a guy like yourself, um, you know, who's built his whole life uh, and built an empire, that, that, that would be pretty, pretty tough to survive. I think they should have some respect for somebody who for the last 37 years has continued to push the boundaries in the city, uh, bring new concepts, bring in chefs from all over the world, bring in designers from all over the world, put us on the map in the city by way of entertainment, marketing, PR, uh, design, food, uh, and just no respect. I really feel very disrespected by the city for not having reached out to me and ask me as to how they can help. I only employ two and a half thousand people. So if that doesn't matter, then I don't know what does. We're talking to Charles Caboose of uh, Inc. Entertainment, uh, by far one of Canada's biggest and most successful nightclub and hotel owners. And uh, just, just um, Charles, give me some of the complexities. I mean, you own some pretty big nightclubs. Um, you know, you own a hotel. Uh, moving forward with business, how are you going to uh, be able to manage the crowds given this uh, virus loves crowds? I mean, uh, PPE, you've got to bring in. How are you going to be able to run these clubs if they don't have, um, you know, the crowd capacity you need? So on the club side, we've put those on hold. And what we're trying to do is reconfigure what we can do in those spaces. So possibly create seating that is socially uh, you know, uh, separated so that it's six feet or more apart and maybe use them to show basketball games or, mm -hmm. or whatever it could be uh, or do corporate that's seated. So the idea, uh, I think the club on the club side, I, I am not pushing at all. I do understand, uh, you know, how dangerous it is. I'm 100% for safety, 100. And actually the measures we've taken in-house is probably more intense than what they're suggesting we do. And uh, so on the club side, it, we're not going to turn them into a nightclub till the time is right, and I don't know where that is. But meanwhile, we can use them for private events where, you know, we, we go based on what the city regulations is uh, and the health department is asking for. So we want to abide by all the laws. We want to abide by all that's recommended that we do. We are not at all saying that we want to go against recommendations. Just let us open. We are best controlled than anybody else. And we own roughly 20 restaurants. So mm -hmm. these restaurants are really, they're on a life support system. And if we did not have the capacity to try and, and maintain some of these places by way of rent and, and paying some of the staff, um, we would have closed most of them by now, but we're at the end of the rope. We're sure. at the end of our rope. We, I don't know if we can go another week or two or three. And, and yesterday gave us no help by saying, you know, we'll discuss Toronto next week. What does that mean? What does that mean? Give us a target. Say if the numbers hit a certain thing, say something, but just to leave us hanging. Is unfair, not right, and I was the biggest supporter of everybody in power, whereas now I've slowly, completely not feeling the same way. I'm not feeling any love from the government and the city, and um, it's time to act. I think if we don't get open in the next week, 10 days, 
myself and a lot of my colleagues who own many other restaurants and bars in the city might be taking a different action towards the city so that they can hear us better. And what would that action look like? I wouldn't discuss it, but I mm -hmm. definitely have a, a little over 200 restaurants, restaurant owners on my side where we, we, we it's, it's a matter of life or death. Yeah. It's not a matter of uh, us not being happy. It's not that. We're not happy. We're not happy. We never were happy from day one, but it's no one's fault. But right now, it's a matter of life or death. I have my back against the wall. I'm in a corner, and I need to get out of the corner, or I am not going to survive. And with it, will disappear hundreds of jobs. And and you know, it's it's not just my employees, but again, like I said, the chain, uh, the supply chain, is being hurt. Everything yeah. from a fisherman. Yeah. Uh, in another province to the suppliers here that are calling and begging me, you know, please make sure you consider me uh, when you open again. We're, you know, we're in deep trouble. We're, you know, and a lot of people have lost uh, product that they were sitting on. Uh, there's only so much you can sit on product. A lot of product has an expiry date. And there's, you know, millions of dollars lost. It's time we move on. <laughs> You know, and why don't we focus on the retirement homes where 82%, according to the government, 82% of all death came from retirement homes. Why are you not paying attention to that? I know they are now to a certain extent. This morning on the news, one of the homes yeah. had 78 deaths. 78 people were carried out in body bags out of one house. And you're telling me I can open a restaurant on a patio with social distancing and with proper uh, procedures taken in place, go spend your time and take care of these retirement homes where people are dying and family can't see their, 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 their mothers and fathers. I do not understand this backward situation we're in. Well, we're, we're in this together is what we are told, and that's a catchy phrase, but it's clear that we are not in this together, and um, I'm not sure people understand the the complexities of facing the financial hit we're about to see, because it's not going to happen now. It will happen in two, three months um, when people kind of see their blocks boarded up, and, you know, if a guy like you is telling me that uh, your back's against the wall, you know, we're a city that has 10,000 restaurants, um, and most of them are very small, and I'm not sure what the city's going to look like uh, in two or three months. Well, I visited three locations on Sunday because two of them were friends of mine where they were half constructed and uh, they've decided to walk away. Jeez. And one of them uh, is a chef who has put his life savings in there and he's walking away because his main investor has walked away, couldn't wait any longer. Uh, and now it's the chef who has put his life savings on the line for it. It's all gone. Like you, the, the, the amount of devastation that is going to come out in the next two, three, four, five, six months yeah. is beyond. And then the city is going to have to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's more to life than opening one more bicycle lane. I ride a bicycle every day when I can and, and I welcome as many. But sometimes we focus on certain things when... We, with hundreds of employees, are completely on the ground in rough shape, and we still have no clear answers. 
Well, Charles, I appreciate your time on this issue, and uh, I'll continue to uh, have a conversation with you and welcome you back anytime. It's uh, sad to hear this news, but um, for your sake and a lot of others, I really hope we get that opening next Friday. I appreciate it. It has to happen. Thank you.